Hello, love buddies. Welcome back to another episode of The Wedded Podcast with your hosts, Jen and Steve Van Elk. We are a semi-professional look at wedding planning and marriage. Well, I'm, I feel like you're the professional look. I'm the semi-look. because At marriage on, or I put on a lot planning. of weight and I look like a semi. That's why, Jen. <laughs> I've got body issues. Don't we all? <laughs> So basically, basically, our goal is to help you get together and stay together. So today we are sipping on some great drinks that some really special people made. Who are those people, Stephen? Those people are you. <laughs> those people okay, so, are you. So maybe just one person made these drinks. But we're what? supposed to. But what if the person who bought the kit listens to this and knows that you didn't actually make it, but it was actually a gift to your wife? What Jen's hinting at is one of my friends for Christmas this year bought me a subscri- a three month subscription to Shaker and Spoon, which sends you out cocktail recipes and the ingredients to make those cocktails. And the first month was a box of brandy recipes. And Jen and I don't drink brandy, so we actually had to go out and buy a bottle of brandy the other night so we could make some of these recipes. And then I was like, I'll set up the podcast because I'm not good at following directions and reading. And Jen, you can go ahead and follow the directions on the cards that came with it and make us this great, great, great drink. You know, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I'm usually pretty great at making things if I can follow directions. If I have to come up with it from scratch, it is not going to be very good. Your cookies are good. Those are from scratch. You chocolate chip cookies? Honey, best it's, I ever had. It, it's Toll House. It's the Toll House recipe. I hate to... No, because I buy the Toll House break and bakes and they don't taste anything <laughs> like yours. It is the Toll House recipe. Well, anyways, we are now brandy drinkers and these are delicious. Yeah. we They are these... The, uh, what the What is the brand called again? Shaker and Spoon, I think. Okay. Shaker and Spoon. I might be way They're, off on They that. are not supporters of our podcast, but <laughs> this is really, it's really good. And it was fun to make together too. It's nice to have something to do together that's not I did like, help basic. Jen at one point in time was like, grab something, grab something, grab something. I'm going to lose this egg white. <laughs> and I was like, what should I grab, babe? And she's like, I don't know, but it has to be fast. And I was like, uh, and she's like, oh, I lost the egg white, Steve. I lost the egg white. I'm going to have to start all over again. So I contributed quite a bit. <laughs> yes. We used one, two, two, just two weeks. See, but... I thought you brought this up because you wanted to put me on blast because of the awesome gift I received and the gift that I gave my friend. Okay. But this instead been... you brought this up because you wanted to put me on blast because you made the drinks. Wow. <laughs> No, I wanted to put you on blast for both of these things. So, <laughs> um, I I think it's funny, but at the same time, Steve puts in a lot of thought to his gift to this particular person, um, one of Stephen's best friends, and it's my is, best friend Jason. He you puts can say his more name. thought into Jason's gifts than he's ever put into one of my gifts, but it's absolutely useless Um, what he sends him. That is 100% not true. I put a lot more thought into the gifts I get for you. Because you have to actually think, because you're like, okay, Jen will call me out if I give her something that's really useless. I have designed multiple scavenger hunts as parts of your gifts, not as the gift itself. 
to commemorate anniversaries where maybe I did a so you very too. large scavenger hunt. <laughs> that was a replica of the scavenger hunt that you did for our engagement. It was super cute. 10 years, 10 year anniversary. Of the day we got engaged. Of the day that we marriage. got engaged. He did the replica like, uh, sa- scavenger hunt that he did for our proposal. And I will tell you, and for of a fact, let me... Those are the only two scavenger hunts I have ever done with you. So you cannot say multiples, even though it was very sweet. That's not true. I do a lot of scavenger hunts with you that are all like, Can you find my phone? Do you know where Nora's poopy diaper is? (laughs) Do you know where your phone is? Well, if you can find your phone, I sent you a text message just now letting you know where the poopy diaper is. I'll be out of the house for the next 30 minutes. Go. Those are some of my favorite days. Do you want to tell everyone what you got, Jason? I mean, I wasn't planning on it, but you yeah, want you to put should, me on definitely. blast. No, I'm not putting you on blast. I'm just talking. So, I'm, I'm laying it out how it is. My good friend Jason and I both listened to this podcast back in the day where the hosts of the podcast sent each other funny pictures as part of a sponsorship deal with a company called Fracture. And they would have to put the photos up in their house for the rest of the year. And Jason and I joked around about doing that. And I followed through and sent Jason a funny picture. It was of me. Jason did not send me a funny picture. He actually (laughs) bought me a very nice gift. And then it's just continued on like that for like the last seven years where every year I send him a picture of myself (laughs) in a ridiculous pose. Jason's a big fan of the Apple. So like one year I posed with a MacBook in um, onesie pajamas by our Christmas tree. And I sent that to him that year. Um, Last year, I sent him a blanket that had like 12 pictures of me from different weddings we've shot together. This year, I sent him a shirt with my face on it that was kind of like supposed to be kind of like the Obama Hope poster. And on the back of it, it had a quote from like the the email conversation where Jason and I became friends, Um, you know, commemorating our, our, our long, long friendship. So... These are mostly douchey photos of myself that I'm sending to my best friend, but I do put a lot of thought into this and I try real hard, but not as hard as I try. Do you have undouchey photos though? Yeah. Um, I have this great, great friend, best friend in the whole world who is a photographer and she takes photos of me sometimes when we're together. Uh, Usually only though, like she doesn't like just taking photos of me anytime. It's, it's mostly like, oh, if we're working and she's doing photos for work and she already has a camera out, then she might snap one of me. But yeah, no, it's pretty nice. <laughs> well, I think that most people who have jobs that they do on a daily basis don't want to go home and do that job too. So, all right. So what are we going to talk about today, Stephen? I don't know. You're the expert here. I'm just a semi. You're just a semi. Okay, we're going to start talking about trends mm-hmm. and what are some of our pre- predictions for this coming year and also maybe some advice of what you should be doing for your own planning. One of the things that I've really been thinking about and then I've been seeing in some of the the wedding blogs and um, some of our more trendy weddings is that there are statement pieces Um, There's always something in the wedding that really sticks out as um, not just the couple, but something within the decor that uh, sticks out as being unique. What I would love to see is like patterns 
something we don't really see very much. And I think that is definitely a statement, doing different patterns. I think personally, I am a huge fan of floral and stripes. I couldn't see that personally for our wedding. I don't think it fits for our personality, but I definitely could see some some floral if we were to plan something, maybe doing something more minimalist, but having um, just something vibrant within that, I think would be really neat. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, a pattern that I think we could both love and appreciate would just be maybe like a, a big paisley piece. You know, I hate paisley. <laughs> How about like a um, a pattern with like beer mugs on it? That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> See, I thought because I said Paisley, you're going to say something I hate. You'd be like, I think maybe a pattern of people cutting their fingernails. Mm." (laughs) But not like with nail clippers, maybe with like scissors. Um, A pattern of of, uh, cats cutting fingernails. (laughs) (laughs) Chewing, just gnawing, gnawing. (laughs) Okay. I just imagine seeing like walking into a space and seeing this couch for for people to sit at and it's just like has just something unique about it like a different Mm -hmm. pattern or it's like this purple purple velvet walk into a space it's maybe like a courtyard there's a i want to say maybe like a red couch right in front of a fountain and maybe just like (laughs) six of your best friends you know what i'm saying no that wasn't fast enough okay that right? We're going to wake the kids up with all this clapping. All right. Okay. I'll be there for you, Jen. Let's uh, move <laughs> this along. I don't know. I What I really love to see personally is the personalities of the couples coming out. I love to be able to walk into a wedding venue and just think, man, this is so this couple. Like I just see their personality all over all the details. And I really, I love that. I think sometimes it's just easy to, to go with what is either trendy or just easy. And that's completely fine. I know not everyone's budget is fitting to, to be able to, to pour into decor, but when you can, you know, why not? Why not make it something that is unique and special uh, that would really is like a declaration of who you are as a couple. I like when couples do something that's a statement of themselves. Been to some cool weddings over the last year that have incorporated craft beer, which speaks to my heart. Been to a few cool weddings where they've done stuff with like donuts, coffee, stuff like that. And I don't really get down on donuts so much, but like coffee is pretty good. And so, yeah, I like coffee. And I mean, donut walls is kind of like a trend that I feel like should have died by now because it's kind of like we're exposing all these donuts to the air for hours and hours on end before anybody can eat them and flies are all over them. But (laughs) even though I'm not like super big on donuts, you are very practical, (laughs) even though I'm not super big on donuts, like I still grab a donut off the donut wall. Yeah. Even though I've seen the flies buzzing around, I'm still grabbing that donut, you know, I'm not going to pass up a sweet sugary confection when i see one jen Jeez. Yeah. yeah well can we call donuts a confection they're more like a baked bread they're not sugar all the way through yeah they are they're more like uh soft bagels no oh my gosh yeah, soft sweet soft bagels <laughs> you put sugar in the dough babe it's not just like a you take your sweet soft bagel dough <laughs> add a little bit of sugar 
can you imagine if bagels tasted as sweet as donuts? You wouldn't even need cream cheese anymore. I'd still put it on them, but yeah. you wouldn't need it. Okay. Well, speaking of donuts, <laughs> donut overlook this next one. <laughs> was that a good pun? That was a great one. I'm so proud of you. Um, I'm actually going to put that up on our pun wall right behind us right now. Yeah. We have a whole inspiration wall full of Jen's great puns. Yeah. It's the backdrop is burlap. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. You know, they charge like $2 extra for a bag of rice if it comes in a burlap sack as opposed to a plastic bag. Yeah, because the wedding industry (laughs) brought burlap back. (laughs) It's such high demand. They can't get the burlap they need for the rice bags. Not really anymore. But anyway, next one, balloons. I, you know, honestly, at first I was like, One of my planner friends had mentioned something about balloons and my face did not show excitement or glee. Did (laughs) we just do this whole trends episode because you just wanted everybody to know how much of a grump I am because I don't like balloons. He is a grump. I told you you're very practical about a lot of things. But anyways, there's just like little poppers. There's so many things that you can do. I mean, I think the balloons of carrying the balloons as a wedding couple, I think that like within portraits is too, a little too trendy for me. And, you know, if that's something that you've already dreamed of, always dreamed of, more power to you. But I personally don't like it because I think it's just going to be something silly in the future, kind of like our jumping pictures. Mm. But the balloons, like there's a way to do it in a classy way. And I've seen some where people have had like balloon ceilings and it just, it looks as elegant as um, maybe like a step below <laughs> the draping, but it's still, it's unique and beautiful. And I think it can be one of those things, like another statement piece mm-hmm. uh, for your, for your decor. Yeah. I feel like that too. I saw this real classy one recently where there are a bunch oh of boy. people walking down the aisle and they all had shirts on, tuxedo shirts. And on the back, they said, wine them, dine them. And the balloons they're carrying for their bouquets were just uh, six and a nine. Um, okay. Um, why am I doing a podcast with you? Because <laughs> you love sea bass. I love you. So I really think that a lot of it is just coming up with simple and little things that are unique to your wedding. You don't, I think if you do everything unique, it can just be overwhelming and it almost looks chaotic. But if you can find just a couple pieces that are a statement within your wedding, I think that it makes it grand and unique in itself and still elegant. I think another thing that's going to end up, we're going to see more is we're going to see less of the, we're really coming out of those pastels. We're not seeing as many people in them, but I think we're going to come out of all of those soft, warm colors and we're going to start seeing more vibrant colors, but played off in a certain way where it's not going to be prom 2001. It's going to be in an elegant way could be like pops of colors within the mm-hmm. bouquets or pops of colors on the tables. You know, speaking of pops of colors in the bouquet and also interesting things that people could be carrying down as a bouquet, like you mentioned with the balloons, I did see a post recently about this new trend where brides are walking down the aisle and instead of having flowers, they have um, sugar cotton. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they take the sugar cotton down the aisle and uh, the bridesmaids have sugar cotton too. And sometimes the cotton's colored in different colors. And at the end, like of the night, when everything's said and done, like they can just take that sugar cotton, just pop it in their mouth. It just melts right in there. Num, 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 num. And it tastes real good. 
Oh boy. I mean, this is true, but uh, am I getting, am <laughs> I getting so the word wrong? It. Sweet wool. It's sweet <laughs> wool. I think. I think yes. Sweet wool that melts in your mouth. It's a. Um, it actually comes from a sheep from Willy Wonka. And they yeah. actually they shave off the the wool, the sugar wool off the the sheep. Sweet sweet wool. Sh- sugar cotton sweet wool. Oh, I'm sorry. Sweet wool. Get our terms right. Yeah. Are you sure it's not sugar wool? It's great. They bring it down on like a upside down paper cone. Yeah, it's a very, very skinny though. Like, I mean, I'm talking about cotton candy, Jen. You know, I'm talking about no, cotton candy. I, no, I thought you were talking about sweet wool. What I've noticed though, going just pretending like you don't even like any of the things that you bring up don't even so exist. Can I tell you? I'm just gonna continue went, with what I'm saying. I went with sugar cotton at first because I forgot it was called cotton candy. If yeah. I remembered that, I wouldn't have used cotton and cotton. I would have gone with sweet yeah. wool from the beginning. That was man, that a was terrible that was mistake. That was real bad. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have to fire me off the mistake. podcast. Yes, you need to come up with better materials, Stephen. Sweet wool. I think a lot of times you'll see trends from, um, well, I mean, within fashion, there's always a replay on other things. But what I think we'll end up doing is seeing things recycle a lot quicker within the wedding industry because there are just so many weddings every year. But I think that we'll start seeing things from the the years of when we got married. I think we'll start seeing less play on floral. Um, you're not going to see these like grand floral walls and stuff. I think we're you're going to see a lot more minimalist stuff. I think you're going to see some non-traditional floral, some things that maybe aren't necessarily what you would think to be in a wedding or even like using vegetables or fruit or even maybe herbs, something that's not that traditional, like peony or poppy that you tip, you've been seeing the past couple of years. I'm still real stuck in the cotton candy thing. <laughs> if I had called it like fluffy confections, would that have been good? I like that. How about flurfy num nums? I would have no idea what you're talking about. Mm, yeah, flurfy num flurfy nums. Num-nums. Yeah. I think flurfy is like my word. Yeah. I think going along with the non-traditional minimalist look, I think you're going to see some really luxe weddings too. Very highbrow, lots of nice china. You're going to see maybe three, five course meals. You're going to see more people glamming up their wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is going to hurt because I think the DIY was so big because that was just really the trend of having a wedding that looks like it was put together. But I think that pendulum is swinging the other way and we're going to see a lot more luxe stuff, which I think also you can still do luxe in a mm-hmm. minimalist way. But I think it's just going to be either or. I think that I think floral is always going to be top. I think that's going to be always a prior priority for most couples. But I just think you're going to see a lot more minimalist looks. I feel like in the last year, floral has become more front and center. I feel like we're seeing like a lot of uh, not always arches, like sometimes just like geometric shapes, sometimes just geometric shapes covered in floral uh, that the couple's getting married in front of. And I'm like... I don't know what's cool this year. Is like a triangle cool or is a pentagon cool or uh, are we doing parabolas or what's going up? I think we need to bring the square back. I've seen some like Mm -hmm. fluid like arches, but I haven't seen any squares. We should bring the square back. I think what we need to bring back is a perfect circle drawn by hand Leonardo da Vinci style. 
just a uh, w- wooded by hand with floral on it. Perfect circle. We've seen those. I've not seen those. Yeah, we shot at least two weddings with those. We shot weddings Canal with perfect circles. Yes. Perfect circle weddings. Yes, made out, not hand drawn because it was made out of metal. Doesn't even count then. <laughs> I need to know hands were on that. I need okay. to know they didn't use tools. What would you, other than the perfectly hand-drawn circles, what are some things that you would like to see and what you would like to not see anymore? Oh, yes. I was waiting for this the whole time. (laughs) You know, there is a trend that has been going on for a really long time that I would love to see gone. That trend is when you walk into the ceremony and the bride and groom have a sign up at the back that says, choose a seat, not a side, We all fam when the knot's tied. The sentiment of that is awesome and beautiful, and I love it. The reason why I want to see it gone is because every wedding we've shot where they have that sign up at the back, people come in and the ushers are like, you can sit on either side. And people are like, which side is the bride on? Which side is the groom on? And then it gets real awkward. And it's like, don't fight it. Like, just let people sit wherever they whatever side they want to sit on like nobody nobody really cares like if the groom's side or the bride's side is a little short on the day like when they look back they're going to look back and be like we got married they're not going to look back and be like i can't believe i'm not as popular i mean some people might <laughs> but i think a lot of times especially with with outdoor weddings you're going to have Everybody is sitting on one side, especially if there's sun on one side and shade in the other. You or, know, if you want to do pick a seat, not a side, this is what I would say. Get rid of the center aisle because the idea that the groom's at the front and the bride walks down the center aisle with all eyes on her, you're already setting it up like this is the bride's day. This isn't the groom's day. He is not important. The bride is important. <laughs> it makes people want to get on that bride's side already. So here's what I suggest. Picnic bench seats just all the way across, no center aisle. When the music plays, instead of the bride walking in, the bride and the groom enter from both sides and walk towards each other in front of everybody. Everybody sees them walking to each other as equals. You know, I actually like the the idea of that. Um, what about like a like a we round? We got a camera in the back and it's oh on my a gosh. wide shot. What about a round? Slow motion as you see them coming in. Like a round, like a, like, um, with a couple being in the middle. I like where you're going with this. Everybody has bongo drums and it's a drum circle. And (laughs) you take it. It's you. It's you. Go. I just don't feel the enthusiasm. I don't. I am the photographer. I cannot be playing bongo drums right now. I am taking pictures. But like our souls have a rhythm, Jen. And I want to know that our rhythms are in sync. So Steve wants drum circles and what else? What else would you like to see, Steve? Like, can you get like one, just one like serious topic? Just one. Uh, that was very serious. I want choose a seat, not a side gone from all weddings. No. And I, I love the sentiment, but the execution is flawed. I think that the execution is flawed because instead of the ushers just saying, all right, you can sit here and then just have them sit. They ask them where they want to sit. And then that makes it complicated. I think that if you want to do that, then vet your your ushers, let them know what's going on and say, hey, we're, we want to fill up as close to the front as possible. Just make sure you don't sit in these two, have them sit, sit in these two rows and just start filling them up from the front to the back. 
And I think that would fix a lot of it. You give someone an option, they're going to want to know what they're like, why they would pick a side over the other. So I think it's the usher's fault. <laughs> yeah, probably. The trend I would like to see come back, Jen. We, yes. for a long time, it's been a trend that men wear three-piece suits. And recently, in more, more recent years, men have been switching to, uh, I, I mean, I guess it's more like three-piece tuxedos or whatever. But yeah. they've been switching more and more to like, uh, we're just going to wear suits and I'm cool with that. Like, do your do your suits. I want to get back to that that glam that we yeah. used to have. I want to see men in hats, men with hats at all weddings, not just the the groom and the groomsmen. I want to see all the guests with hats, too. I want it to look like I'm on the set of Mad Men every time I go to a wedding and they're all outside, outdoor wedding. They all got to have those hats on. As soon as they go inside, they can take those hats off. That's what I, I want to see that style come back. Why are you looking at me like this? I'm serious. Your tone is so like I am telling a joke right now. I'm not telling a joke. This is 100% serious. I mean, Steve. I love the I love the idea of everyone required I mean, to wear hats. Like it's I was teeing you up to be the... like because you're balding, Steve, but you didn't go for it. <laughs> I like the idea of it being like Kentucky Derby esque, where you have to wear like a fancy hat. Now oh, that would be talking. so fun. How floppy can the ladies' hats get though? Oh, mine's getting super floppy. Now I've never been to the Kentucky Derby. Is it just ladies with floppy hats or do guys get floppy hats too? It's just ladies, isn't it? That makes me sad. You can wear a floppy hat. That's you do you, boo. I'm going to have the floppiest hat. Okay. Take me to the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> I want it. I just, I just want a hat. I just want a floppy hat, guys. Jen, you've heard my very good thoughts on the trend I would like to see come back most men in hats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No more safety dance at these weddings. What's. What trends do you want to see come back? I don't necessarily want to see anything come back. I'm just like, let's move forward. Let's let's try new things kind of person. But there are a few things that I would like to potentially see. Uh, and a, a few things that I think need to go. Now, I'm not, a, I don't judge anybody by their wedding. I think that you, you plan by whatever your means are. I don't think you should ever do anything or buy anything to impress others. If that's something that you want, then you should do it. If you can't afford it, then you shouldn't do it. <laughs> but I'm personally, um, there's a few things that kind of irk me, but it has nothing to do with um, people's decision because those are things they love, but more mostly people's decision because they want to be published or they want to be famous or they want their wedding to go viral. Well, that is uh, going on that. I guess I would start with the really cheesy stuff, like having llamas at your wedding. Those are <laughs> really, really arc me. And you I people, don't like llamas? I love llamas. And believe me, if I saw a llama at a wedding, I would be petting the shit out of the llama while we're shooting. I would not be able to do my job. But I think people would do be it. Like halfway through the wedding, just lying on the llamas, like, they're so beautiful <laughs> and soft. So honestly, I would just be incredibly distracted. But I think people just do things like that to be viral, like to get viral, like have their wedding viral. If you want to have a petting zoo at your wedding because you love animals, do it. Just do it. But I feel like there's a lot of people that just have llamas because they're like, I need pictures of it because I want it to go viral. No, like... This is not your wedding day is not the place to try to become famous. Like it really should be a focus on a relationship and a marriage. What you're starting. If I you start off that way, this photographer, unless they can get me in June bug weddings. Okay. <laughs> like 
I need to know that people are going to see my photos. So that's like the only thing. If you want to pull out burlap and do ball jars, go for it. I don't honestly like you're getting married. And if those are the things you love, just do it. Hashtag Nike. But don't just do things to try to get viral, like to become viral. That just that irks me more than anything else in this industry. So, Jen, if you could create your own new trend to try to make it go viral, to get all of those retweets and posts, BuzzFeed, Huff Post, everywhere you want to go, what would it be? Um, a king style buffet. <laughs> a king style buffet. Yeah, like you know, you're think I'm thinking like medieval times where the food is all laid out like a buffet in front of the king. Now we're back to the flies <laughs> and the donuts. <laughs> Not if it's indoors. This is this is like an indoor classy events it's a barry linden affair stanley kubrick's there it's like uh, my dream to have like this giant buffet yes oh he would be my photographer you have to get that his team would be my photographer you have to get that carl zeiss lens that they use to shoot on the moon that's like Mm. f.85 yeah oh man this is getting better as we speak (laughs) so can i pitch you my idea no (laughs) let me finish with my idea okay go i think there should be more draping drapery i love draping like ceiling draping i just think it's so romantic and i know it can be expensive i say throw out everything else and just have the draping (laughs) take your photographer throw them out videographer throw them out florist invest the money (laughs) venue throw that out you need a tent and some drapes i just love it i love it i say if you can't like if you i don't know what i'm talking about because i know that stuff is really expensive but i love give it a harry potter theme and call it a drapo malfoy wedding (laughs) i gotcha i gotcha You tried to hold it in, but I could see you cracking. What, what color would it be, though? Would it be like white, like his hair, or would it be Slithering like colors. dark green, green, yellow, yellow, green, yellow? Okay, can I pitch you my great idea now? Yes, yeah, so you can pitch my your idea. Underwater this on land wedding. Every single person in the wedding shows up wearing a fishbowl on their head, and then they have snorkels. And they're in full scuba gear, scuba okay, tuxedos. Okay, they have a fishbowl over their head and yeah. snorkels. How and does that fish work? Fish are swimming around in the fishbowl. Well, I'm not saying it'd be easy, Jen. I'm trying to set a new trend. I'm trying to go viral on BuzzFeed here. Okay, this just sounds like a 1998 prom theme, and you know the like quirky art kids show up like that because it was like under the sea. <laughs> And they show up with fishbowls on their head. That's what I imagine. Fishbowls full of water that they yeah, have to have a snorkel a to breathe ball. out of. Can you imagine when they get to Where, the vows? Will there be a disco ball? Do you, Samantha Tron, take Roberto Tron as your lawfully wedded robot? <laughs> is, is Chewbacca, Chewbacca the Chewbacca is getting married <laughs> see you're on board now I, I feel it I would attend this wedding just because I would be so curious yeah but you would have to wear flippers the whole time you're shooting it I said I would attend oh okay yeah you're not gonna so you'd be okay with the flippers if you're not shooting <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I would wear flippers to a wedding I love to dress up I love Halloween, probably for that reason. I love to dress up in things and I've never done it outside of Halloween. 
So I don't know what it would be like, but anything that makes me have to be creative with my, my outfit, I am so cool with. Jen, thank Steven. you so much for doing this with me. This can was you, a terrible can you, episode for our couples trying to get married. Can you let our listeners know uh, if they want to know more about us, where they can find us? Yeah, absolutely. They can find us on social media at Pod. And they can find Steve at 555 <laughs> Oh my gosh. No, you're not allowed to do this. You can't share a number that could be real. If people call it, we can get sued. Babe, it's 555. It's, did you not listen? It's 555. 555. It's 666. No. You are putting curses on our family. <laughs> 666. Stop. 6969. Oh my gosh. You are like a third grader. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> also, you can find Steven at if you enjoy listening to us talk about absolutely nothing, <laughs> then leave a five-star review on any platform that you listen to podcasts. And we're trying to build a community of like-minded, awesome people who are just like you. So if you want to join that community, join the conversation, get some great ideas, tips for your wedding, stuff you can't get when I'm talking on this podcast, <laughs> we have a Facebook group that goes along with the wedded pod on Facebook, the, uh, the Facebook page, and it's a closed group. So you can join and share whatever uh, opinions, thoughts you want and uh, get some great feedback from people. Yeah, we really want the groups to be a way to for um, other couples to be able to bounce ideas off if you're planning your wedding or... Um, just want to chat about marriage stuff or post funny memes. This is definitely the place. So that is going to do it for us. Yeah. Thanks so much for doing this with me again. Likewise. My love buddy. Mm, I love that so much. I love you, babe. Good night. See you later, please.